Ah, you obviously know Kung Fu. Hi, this is Janelle Smith, CEO of Iron Dragon Productions and IDTV Action Fest, and you are listening to Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Welcome to the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Adjust your speaker box, sit back, relax, and remember, your Kung Fu may be good, but mine is better. Joining me tonight is Janelle Smith, CEO of Iron Dragon Productions, founder and uh, organizer of the IDTV Action Fest. Janelle, thank you so much for taking some time out of your evening to speak with the Kung Fu Driving Podcast. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for having me. I appreciate your time. It's great to have you. I've been uh, looking forward to having you on. Uh, We had a a little bit of scheduling problems there, but uh, thankfully uh, I got you here tonight to talk about a bunch of things that you have in the works. Before we start, though, uh, for my audience, could you give us an introduction to who you are? I know you're an advocate for martial arts, uh, female empowerment, fitness. Where did your whole martial arts journey begin and how has that filtered through all the endeavors that you've got going on? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Let me go back. Um, I've been in the fitness industry for over 20 years. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a mom, first off. I have two daughters. And um, I got into fitness after my second child and um, threw myself into fitness. I wanted to lose weight. Started teaching kickboxing. Um, but I've always had, um, you know, I've always been passionate about martial arts. I love martial art films. You know, grew up watching Kung Fu Theater Saturday afternoons, glued <laughs> to the TV, you know, 12 o'clock or whatever, Saturday afternoons. No one could bother me because I was watching <laughs> Kung Fu Theater. And um, anyway, so as I got older, you know, I um, started teaching kickboxing at the gym And I said, you know what, I need to go to a dojo and learn how to kick properly. So I had the opportunity. And of course, you know, I stepped in and I never looked back. You know, it was like a breath of fresh air for me. It was like breathing. I just took to it easily because I loved it. And um, I was teaching four or five classes at the gym a day. And then I would go and do my own training at the dojo at night. So I was training, you know, six to eight hours a day. Wow. Wow. A lot of training. Yeah. So you didn't come to martial arts as a, a, a child then. You came to it later. No, my background is dance. Um, I've always been an active child from age five. Um, you know, dance, baton twirling, gymnastics. You know, being a, a little girl, you know, growing up, my parents never really, you know, we never thought to get me in martial arts, you know, even though I loved it. So I was able to do it as an adult. And, um, yeah, you know, like I said, I threw myself into it. Um, I was already pretty fit. So my first master as a yellow belt threw me in and started, um, having me compete and, you know, I was sparring against blue belts and black belts. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Now what martial arts style did you study specifically? Well, I started out in WTF Taekwondo, World Taekwondo Federation, and I also had the opportunity to train with the Olympic Taekwondo team. Um, the coach, Gene Lopez, is based in Texas, so I was able to train with him and um, gold medalist Stephen Lopez. So I started my training, you know, under high-level training with Olympians. And uh, went up through the ranks, two-time Texas state champion, regional champion, and all the way up to 2002 national taekwondo champion. So, um, you know, I I had my fair share of 
getting in the ring and doing some fighting and sparring, which I love. And um, a few years later, I had another master take my kickboxing class, and he introduced me to the style that I'm doing now, which is called Tukong Wusul. And I'm a fourth don in that master level, so uh, that's my main art. But I study various arts. Like, I just did some training in Kali, and um, I think most martial artists do that. When you reach a certain level, you, you know... It's, it's up to us to continue our training. So, um, yeah, I guess all in all, I have five black belts, you know, first Don in Taekwondo and then a fourth Don in Tukong. Wow, that's great. I, it, that's kind of inspirational to me because uh, you came to martial arts uh, as an adult and you've yeah. achieved so much already. I, I just started my martial arts journey and I'm 46. So mm -hmm. it's, it doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter what age you start um, because it's a lifestyle and it's a way of life. So I just look at it, you know, I still see myself as a white belt someday, you know, I'm just <laughs> going in as a student, you know, it's just, I'm still training and, you know, have gone up the ranks. But I always tell white belts and yellow belts, hey, you know, just keep training. Just keep coming, keep learning. And before you know it, you'll have your black belt. And, um, you know, you never want to stop. It's, <laughs> uh, it's a good way, a, a good philosophy for life. If you sure. always have the mentality of forever students, you know, yeah. I think it keeps you humble. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope I grow up to be like you then. Ah, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you mentioned that you, you, you liked Kung Fu theater growing up. Did you have any Kung Fu film idols? Oh, yeah. Uh, of course, everyone's idol, Bruce Lee, you know, started it all. And um, Donnie Yen, I guess, is one of my next favorites. And, um, you know, so every time I turn on Iron Dragon TV, <laughs> I, <laughs> I get excited because I think, wow, he was actually one of my favorites. And now I get to see a lot of his content on my channel. But... Um, yeah, it, Bruce Lee was the one who started it. And then I also grew up watching a show back in the 70s, Billy Jack. Oh, yeah, Billy Jack, yeah. Yeah, and um, so, you know, watching those types of films, you know, the anti-hero, so to speak. I've always been drawn to that. And, you know, just to be able to see some cool action in films. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now some martial artists, when they start their training, particularly the ones who have uh, an eye on Hollywood, uh, they tend to keep their eye on the, the whole entertainment field, hoping to kind of break into that action genre. Mm -hmm. uh, was there any of that motivation for you when you started training? Not at all. Not to get into Hollywood. No, that was that was the furthest thing from my mind. Um, all I wanted to do was get my black belt. <laughs> my goal was just to continue training. And, you know, when I was competing, of course, I've always been a type A personality, and if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do the best. I'm going to be the best at it. And I remember telling my current master, uh, Grandmaster Yi, I want to be one of his best black belts. And um, now I'm one of the few female masters in his style, which I'm honored. So, you know, that's my mentality. I just, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do my best and try to be the best at it. And it's challenging, you know, Janelle. It's challenging me. It's not competing against anyone else. So, yeah, you know, I got into it just wanting to be the best in martial arts. And here I am, you know, now with a production company and with a channel. And uh, hopefully soon, the standalone channel. We're creating a standalone app for Iron Dragon TV right now as we speak. Awesome. Awesome. We're going to get into that. But uh, how did you then decide to move into that whole field where entertainment is involved? 
Well, um, I fell into it. Um, my master worked on Sin City with Robert Rodriguez. And one day at the dojo, we had Frank Miller and Devani Oki walk in. And that's when the first Sin City was being filmed in Austin. And Frank Miller wanted to do some training and get some training in for Devani Oki. I think they were scouting what type of style they wanted her to train in for the movie. And um, I remember hearing Grandmaster Yi saying, you know, get in line, you know, just like everyone else. And I think everyone had to tell him, you know, sir, that's Frank Miller. You know, he's a well-known producer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but at, at the end of the day, he did end up doing training and he received an honorary black belt from Tukong as well as Devani Oki through Grandmaster Yi. So that kind of opened the door for us after he worked with Robert on the first Sin City. Then we had other actors and actresses contact us wanting to come and train at the school with us. And then after the first Sin City, then I was able to meet Robert's sister, Robert Rodriguez's sister, uh, Patricia Vaughn. And she was actually in the movie. Her character was um, Dallas, mm-hmm. a Zorro girl. Right. And we created a short film just with her character, Zorro girl. So um, I was able to train her and kind of create her separate you know, her own film, her own short film. And it was a spinoff from Sin City. Now, when you actually made that move into uh, screen work, mm-hmm. you didn't start out as an actress, though. You started out more on uh, screen fighting and stunts. Correct. Yes, I started out in stunts. So after we, you know, started doing more work with actors and actresses, we actually created um, fightingstunts.com. And we were the first, one of the first stunt organizations in Austin, Texas. And now there's like many, many here in Austin. But yeah, we started out, you know, just doing stunts for every, every action film that came through. So I actually did some stunts myself, some stunt choreography, some stunt coordinating. And I still do that. I have uh, worked on several films and the last two, I mostly did stunt choreography and stunt coordinating as well as producing them. But yeah, stunts and martial arts really go hand in hand. Um, I feel like, you know, if you're trained in martial arts, it gives you a good foundation for fighting on film. And um, it, it just looks so much better. As you can yeah. probably see, you know, in a lot of films, you can tell who's been trained and who's not. We have, sure. you know, we have a smarter audience. So, you know. <laughs> a discerning audience for sure. Absolutely. Tell me about being a female, not just in martial arts, but also in stunts and screen fighting. Uh, up until, I would say up until recently, that was still pretty much a male-dominated field. And uh, women entering it weren't necessarily plentiful or maybe not welcome. I, I, don't, I don't know the industry very well, but uh, it wasn't a big section of the industry for, for females to pursue. Now, it's, it's a little bit different. But was that a challenge for you when you started out? Oh, yes. <laughs> Mm. It was a big challenge. Um, you know, I had my share of uh, walking into, you know, with other producers, executive producers, you know, a room for, full of men and, you know, all the stunt people, all stunt coordinators, you know, all men and I'm the only female. So I really had to learn how to hold my ground. And thankfully, you know, my background in martial arts and being a black belt, it, it, it's the same thing, you know, going up the ranks. It's fewer and fewer females. So, um, you know, I, I 
I can hold my own. And so I would just go in and prove myself, you know. And unfortunately, to be a female in the industry, it's not enough to just be good. You have to be really, really good, even Mm -hmm. better than the men a lot of times to prove Mm -hmm. yourself. So, you know, that's something I had to get used to. (laughs) Like, all right, if I'm going to be up for this part or up for a stunt coordinating role or, you know, stunt female, you know, in a film, I I know I have to step in and and be the best. So um, now, you know, I feel like I was just ahead of the curve. And now you see a lot more female stunt coordinators. And I'm I'm so excited. I'm like, oh, finally. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, there are obviously a lot of... uh, fantastic female martial artists on screen as well and two now so that's always it's always good to expand that fabric for uh, for all of us martial arts fans yes absolutely yeah so it's um you know but i i definitely had bumps and bruises along the way mm. <laughs> all right then was it an organic progression then from stunts and and screen fighting and uh working with actors and actresses into uh creating iron dragon productions Yeah, um, you know, that really was just perfect timing, aligning of the stars and everything, however you want to say it. Um, I was at the American Film Market, and um, I was approached by a new network, which is Ultraflix, the Ultraflix 4K network. And um, I saw, you know, I was watching some of what they were presenting at the American Film Market. Um, They had a booth there. And it kind of intrigued me. I thought, okay, this was way before I heard about 4K. And um, so they were developing this new 4K network. And I kind of told them about my background. And after a few meetings, we discussed about creating a martial arts channel, a 4K martial arts channel. And I said, you know, I'm your girl. I can do it. I can make it happen. I didn't know how. (laughs) I didn't know what, how I was going to do that because that was totally foreign to me. I had just started really learning how to produce films, but, you know, creating a whole channel was completely new, you know, learning the distribution model and, um, you know, creating contracts, you know, licensing agreements and what have you. It was mind boggling. Um, so, you know, I had to, to learn all of that and really with no learning curve, um, it was just hit the floor running. And I had a really dear friend that I met at one of the film festivals in Austin, Fantastic Fest. He was presenting, no, actually he was here to meet Yen, uh, Yen Wolping. Oh, okay. Uh, his name was Darren Shalabi. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. You know, I was a huge fan of Darren's, uh, yeah. from Ipman. And he was just a sweetheart. I mean, he was just the sweetest, kindest, you know, most humble. And, um, you know, he's like, Janelle, you know, I want to introduce you to my partners at uh, WellGo USA. And that's a distribution company that distributed uh, Ipman. So he connected me with them. And long story short, you know, I was able to get some of their content license agreements uh, for Ultraflix. And it was because, you know, Darren helped make those connections with me. You know, he knew what I was trying to do, and he was kind enough to introduce me and help me get started. So, you know, I I always want to mention Darren, you know, who's no longer with us. So, yeah, you know, it was uh, kind of a natural progression because doors opened and, you know, I just kept putting one foot in front of the other. Uh, you know, that's got to be something beyond type A because to go to go from uh, not knowing anything about production to saying I can create a whole new channel, 
that's serious uh, confidence on your own part. <laughs> that's that's uh, some, I call them either Jedi mind tricks or uh, <laughs> song master tricks. I don't know. <laughs> Shoot first, ask later. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, then uh, give me an idea on some of the projects that are that are going on with Iron Dragon Productions right now. Okay, wow. Um, well, we, of course, have had the channel launch for about three and a half, going on four years now, and Ultraflix is slowly growing. Um, you know, it's it's been a kind of, you know, fast at times and then slow at times, and I think that's mm-hmm. pretty much the model that Netflix had. You know, they were growing really fast, and then it slowed down, and then, um, you know, here they are producing their own content. So that's basically the same model that we're following with Ultraflix. You know, we have been getting licensing agreement for content, and I'm part of the Ultraflix brand with Iron Dragon TV, and now I'm branching out on my own with the standalone channel for Iron Dragon TV. And I recently was able to get licensing agreements for the world combat arena fights as well yeah, that as looks exciting. Yeah. As well as the karate.com uh, uh, fights that are going to be happening pretty soon. They've already had two fights and we've got the rights to those and um, their upcoming fights as well. So we'll be up converting to 4k streaming them on iron dragon TV. Awesome. Now, where is Ultraflix 4K available? Is it available worldwide? Yes. Yes, it is. It is worldwide. And um, I believe there there's some countries that we're not available in. I can't recall which ones, but most countries we are. And um, it's you can find us on Roku um, if you don't have a 4K television. Or, of course, you can download the app on your phone. So it's much like all other platforms. You can take us anywhere. Cool. Now, uh, you've also created the IDTV Action Fest, which uh, honors the the whole action film genre. Uh, a lot of great films have been featured there. Uh, I've, I'm a fan of, of uh, Eric Jacobus' film, Blindsided in particular, and I know it won an award there uh, in 2017, I believe. Yeah. Our first year, uh, the first year of IDTV Fest, they were the best film winners. So we were thrilled to have them, and um, we had such a nice surprise to have the producer director Clayton Barber attend the festival and um, I didn't know he was you know also based in Texas so it was a really nice surprise for us (laughs) very cool so tell me about the the whole action fest how did that come about well we developed the action fest really to help promote Iron Dragon TV and also being an independent filmmaker myself I wanted a festival to help my friends, basically, um, people who are out there making really great action content, indie action content, that maybe don't get those big distribution deals and, um, you know, give them a platform uh, through the festival. And the great thing is we're able to stream the winners through Ultraflix. So I think I mentioned to you that last year's films you can go and watch on Ultraflix right now. Now, 2018, the uh, IDTV Action Fest will be taking place when? Um, August 10th through 12th in Austin, Texas. And um, Friday, August 10th, we have a U.S. premiere of a film called Reborn. And we are actually um, hosting the star Tak Sakaguchi. Very cool. And 
uh, the director, Yuji Shimamura, and I hope I'm saying that correctly. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. Takasakaguchi is, I, I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan ever since um, Death Trance. And uh, yeah, he's got some amazing action films out there. That's awesome. What else do you have uh, on tap? Uh, are, do you have a lot of uh, short films already lined up for uh, for August? Yeah, we do. We have several shorts and a few more uh, features this year. Um, we are locking in our program now as we speak, and we'll be actually adding all of the films uh, for the program on our app. We have our partners on Whova that uh, we're able to have the actual festival app and kind of like live conversations with all the filmmakers on the app. Oh, that's great. So it's really cool. We did that last year. We just were testing out the market. You know, it was a lot to do because it was our first festival, our first year, and we were um, using an app to kind of do live feeds to let, you know, filmmakers know, hey, you know, this film is being streamed or screened now in, in room two or whatever. So... Um, we were able to kind of um, keep track of everyone during the festival. Nice. So tell me more about the standalone channel. What is going to be the main focus of that? Um, basically, what we have now, a lot of the action films that we have on the channel now, and I'm acquiring more content as we speak. Um, and I'm also adding a lot more of the um, kind of the, the action sports with like I said, World Combat Arena and Karate.com. And there are a few other leagues that I'm reaching out to to incorporate some of their fights on um, Iron Dragon TV. I think it lends itself to that, you know, to be able to, I think a lot of enthusiasts maybe want to watch a film or they want to go and watch a fight. So you want to give them that option. The more martial arts I can get on screen, the better. Yeah, I'm with <laughs> you. Same here. <laughs> Very cool. What is in the works then for Iron Dragon Productions now? What's uh, what's the main focus that you have uh, going on at the moment? Well, um, really, we're just in crunch time for the festival. So there's a lot of things that we're having to do behind the scenes to prep for the festival. Um, as I mentioned, we just kind of locked in some of the um, people that we'll be contacting to let them know that they've been selected uh, to screen their film at the festival. And um, we have a few uh, events that we're going to hold prior to the festival. We have kind of a party fundraiser that's going on in Austin with music. This is our first time adding a music-type event in addition to the festival. Um, that's going on on July 28th. And then July 7th and July 8th, we're actually having tryouts in Austin for the World Combat Arena. Oh, wow. For fights in Montreal, Canada. So, yeah, we're busy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, will audience members be able to uh, purchase tickets? Where where can people go to get more information about the the Action Fest and uh, maybe attending some of those events? Um, they can go onto our website, and it's www.idtvactionfest.com, and uh, we have a all of our information on the website. And of course, find us, find us on Facebook. We have a lot of our um, events um, through Facebook and it's just IDTV Action Fest and you can find us on Instagram. So anywhere on social media. But I think a good place to start is the actual website 
and ticket information is on the website. Cool. And the app is the UltraFlix 4K app? Correct. Correct. The UltraFlix 4K app and soon to be the standalone app for Iron Dragon TV. Cool. And it's going to be called the Iron Dragon TV app? Correct. Awesome. Awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, And finally, uh, so are you going to be working on any projects yourself? Are you going to be starring in anything soon? Are you going to be stunt coordinating anything? Well, I do have a couple of projects in the works, in development, in various stages in development. Um, You know, I also do a lot of writing. um, But I have a few projects that I had actually put on the shelf while I was, you know, starting with Iron Dragon TV. Um, Actually, I'll I'll go back a few steps. I created a, a reality show called The Next Dragon, and it won an award through the Producers Guild of America. Long story short, I was able to get the rights back to it, so I own the rights to that show. I put it on the shelf while I was creating Iron Dragon TV, so now that I've established the channel, now I'm going back to shows, (laughs) creating shows. Um, So as you know, it's a long road. It takes a lot, and it takes years of developing, um, getting the funding in line, all of those things, it, it really takes time. What's The Next Dragon about? Um, the Next Dragon is actually looking for the next Bruce Lee. Oh, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So it, uh, I, I guess you would be uh, giving martial artists, young martial artists, up-and-coming stars, uh, a chance to showcase their skills? Yes, exactly. It took us, I guess, about a year and a half to develop the show, and, um, and I created a one-pager, and I submitted it to the Producers Guild of America. They had this uh, event called a pro show, and um, I submitted it just on a fluke, and I got an email, you know, yeah, you made it to the top, whatever, 20 or 30 or I don't know, some number, and I didn't really pay attention, and then I get another email, oh, you made it to the top 10, <laughs> and, then, and then I get a phone call, can you be in L.A.? to possibly, you know, receive an award. And I was like, oh my gosh, are you kidding? Yeah. So that was pretty exciting. So I, you know, I had a lot of things happen pretty quickly with the opportunity to create the channel and then, you know, winning the award for the next dragon. So um, I just, I had to put that on hold in order to really focus on creating the channel. So now I'm ready. I'm ready to get it started. Outside of the entertainment field, uh, what, what other stuff do you have going on? Okay, I have, um, actually, I do self-defense classes. I make the time to teach self-defense at the University of Texas. Um, my partners are called PACT, Partners Against Child Trafficking. And I've been working with PACT for a couple of years now, so I volunteer time to teach self-defense classes around town. And I'm happy to travel if anyone's interested in setting up a self-defense. And the nonprofit, once again, that I work with is PAC, Partners Against Child Trafficking. If you'd like more information, um, you can reach out to me on my website, JanelleSmith.com. I'm very passionate about that. So trying to raise awareness and spread the word. Very cool. Uh, very admirable. Uh, as the, the father of three daughters, I'm uh, you know, always uh, very sensitive to those kinds of things. And I, I want my, my girls to... To one, not only uh, be safe, uh, so they're taking martial arts classes with me, um, but I, I also want them to uh, just be strong and confident to to not get into situations where they can wind up in trouble like that. So, 
Yeah, that's good, Jeff. I'm so glad. Yeah, make sure and get them in a, a class. And that's the best gift you can give your daughters. Awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, as a martial arts fan, uh, as we've been discussing, uh, any any chance to get more uh, kung fu and martial arts film and entertainment on the uh, airwaves is always great. There's a lot of good martial arts entertainment on TV now. There's always room for more, so so thank you for bringing more of that to the uh, to the airwaves. And best of luck with Iron Dragon Productions. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you so much. And I just appreciate your time and um, your patience with my crazy schedule. <laughs> um, now that you've talked to me, you kind of see everything I have going on. So you, you probably understand my <laughs> my crazy schedule, my absence. But we finally made it work. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Absolutely. No, and uh, as uh, again, as a fan, um, your schedule, uh, I'll, I'll always adapt to it uh, if you want to come back on because uh, I'd love to hear more about what you got going on with Iron Dragon and uh, the IDTV Action Fest. If I can ever get out there, I would love to uh, attend the show and, and see what you got going on. We will have a VIP pass ready for you. <laughs> you just let me know. We Thank you so here. much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Janelle, thanks again. And again, best of luck. Thank you, Jeff. Have a great evening. Thank you. What a great chat with Janelle Smith, and for all you folks out in Austin, Texas, I'm a little jealous that you've got this awesome show to look forward to. Head on over to www.idtvactionfest.com, that link will be in the show notes, and find out more about everything in the works. The show takes place this August 10th through the 12th at the Galaxy Highland Theater, and remember, this year, IDTV and Ultraflix will be welcoming actor Tak Sakaguchi and director Yuji Shimomura for the U.S. premiere of their film, Reborn. I hope to make it out to Austin for one of these shows soon, and Hopefully Janelle will remember that VIP ticket for me. In the meantime, in between time, I will be in attendance at another convention right here in the heart of New York City with the Urban Action Showcase for their 14-hour Saturday afternoon Kung Fu Theater. More details will be coming as well as a whole load of interviews and possibly some videos from yours truly as I am the official podcast for this event. If you're around this November and itching to get your Kung Fu on in Times Square, swing by the AMC Theaters November 10th from 10 a.m. to 12 midnight and come visit my table at the show so we can kick it like Kung Fu face-to-face. Meanwhile, on the other side of the world, all the way from Australia, for all my Australian fans, you guys have a pretty amazing event going on in November as well with the Brisbane International Chinese Martial Arts Championship taking place November 2nd through the 4th. And one of my listeners over there, Junior Juke Walters, sent me a cool note on Instagram where he told me that he was a fan of the show and he had the same two movies as I did in the top two, though he had them switched. I can get behind that totally because both films are such classics. Anyway, he told me about the Brisbane show and that his Sifu was bringing out a very special guest, Grandmaster Chu Chi Ling, who classic Kung Fu film fans may recognize from over 70 Kung Fu films, including Snake in the Eagle's Shadow and Kung Fu Hustle. And if you're down under, head over to the Facebook page, Brisbane International Chinese Martial Arts Championship, or Big Mac, and tickets to the event are available through Eventbrite. Good luck, Junior Juke Walters. Get back in touch with me at the end of this show and let me know how it went. And finally, speaking of shows, as always, if you need more than this show to scratch your podcast itch, please go over on Twitter and check out the Castaways hashtag for some very cool people with some very cool podcasts that make the indie podcasting scene so colorful, vibrant, and unique. We talk movies, sex, the paranormal, wrestling, drinking, and everything good in life except the crushing of our enemies and hearing the lamentations of their women. Until next time, Poison Clan. Peace. The 2018 UASC will take place Saturday, November 10th at AMC Theaters Times Square. 
featuring five theaters with over 60 hours of action content from 10 a.m. to 12 a.m. That's right, Action Junkies, we're having a 14-hour action film megathon showcasing the latest indie action film content and continuing last year's launch of Saturday Afternoon Kung Fu Theater, featuring Shaw Brothers Kung Fu Classics and honoring the 40th anniversary of Five Daily Venice. Please join the Urban Action Showcase Diversity and Action Initiative, celebrating the past, present, and future multicultural achievements in the blockbuster action genre. As a platform, we advocate diversity and inclusion through our International Action Film Festival, Action Expo, and Action Film Awards platform to promote multicultural heroic images in order to change the dynamic of mainstream media. invite you to be a part of the action by pre-purchasing a 2018 event pass for yourself or a friend. Master, Sanjay is finished. We can attack the city. Poison clan rocks the world. See the iron fisted monk before the daily prayers Shaolin monks on their hands running down the thousand stairs The fate of Lee Khan now's in King Yu's hands With the fearless Aida roaming over the land Yeah the little big soldier is older and wiser He wants a world of peace because he doesn't want to fight Yo, Got the venom mob laying down the law Bruce Lee delivered kicks guaranteed to great jars Fight for the cars then pass here the applause Not again back kicks will defeat the outlaws Very good but boards don't hit back Yeah the death jewels here Derry D is coming back the Tai Chi master, jelly's even faster The child a little dream because he is the drunken master Once upon a time in China Rosamund Kwan is real fine, but see Maggie show his spine Golden Swallow has arrived Shang-Chi movies will the hero will survive We've got the brave archer make his way to the top Of the mountain gonna fight, may as well pick the spot Yeah the sky goes black, cut the vampires back We've got Lam Jin Ying to kill them all to so stand back He plays the black magic on the soul of the sword And our sword will travel until his body's on floors Yeah Wing Chun Shaolin and Manti style Yeah, defeat the enemy and watch you run for miles Blood will spill now on the mountain tops When we bring back the soul of the legendary pops Welcome to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting ha. This time it's war We smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting ha. This time it's war, we we'll smash the place up with a dragon claw. See it's a game of death yo, you're facing the big boss It's once upon a time in China counting the TikTok The shogun assassin slashing blood just drip drop The head kick, neck drop, balance the bone stop Wanna kill Bill, better get the assassins He's got her just in yellow but she is in the dragon But in the tea rooms, that's where it'll happen She got the bodies on the floor when the blood It'll splatter against the walls, no fear at all To kill them all, there's always blood spilled When you head into a war, fearless Unleashed The fist of legend that the car jet leave 
Yo, I'm Bolo Young, yo, I'll always be a beast You rumble in the Bronx, yo, I'm rumble in the streets And it's simple, see the facts are these It's only ever gonna be one Bruce Lee Welcome to the tea house, belly for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's warm To smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, belly for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting